That was the end of the game, just the beginning of the story. Of course, Mike McCarthy fired, boy, not more than an hour or so later. That's our. That's how we're going to begin. Monday morning quarterback presented by Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Joining me today, two guys you're very familiar with, Doug Russell in studio. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Steve. And Greg Matzik joining us, us from Green Bay. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Steve. Uh, you can weigh in as well, 414-799-1620, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Also, our Facebook poll is up. Should they have fired him with four games left in the season? Coach Mike McCarthy, that is. Hundreds of people already weighed in. You can find us at facebook.com slash 620WTMJ. Let's go to you first, Greg. Your reaction to the firing, did it surprise you? And uh, really, where do they go from here? Well, it it did surprise me a little bit. In fact, I was just talking with Jeff Falconia during the postgame show last night, and I was starting to convince myself that maybe, just maybe, a move would be made before the season ends, but I couldn't get myself there 100%. Just given the way the Packers have done things historically from a, a somewhat conservative, they don't they make jerk reactions to, to things that are amiss, but ultimately Mark Murphy decided that was the last straw. Now, here's why it's a good idea. After a loss like that, you know all the conversation throughout the week would be about Mike McCarthy's job. And for the remaining few weeks, it would be about Mike McCarthy's job, mm-hmm. not about the team, not about beating the Falcons or the Bears or whatever. And to just kind of put all to rest four weeks of rumors and who the Packers might be looking at to fill their their void and how social media works, this was the right move. It spares all of that nonsense and allows the Packers to fly a banner across the United States saying, open for business. It is on. We're trying to find the next head coach of the Packers. Nothing behind the scenes. It's very clear what's going on right now. Any front runners in your mind? It's still early in the process. He was just fired yesterday. Who, who stands out to you? Yeah, that, that's really hard to say. I think it, it, it might be a little mix of college-ranked coaches and um, coordinator-level coaches. I, I don't believe it'll be a, a, a retread who has maybe got uh, just a couple years left of coaching. Uh, my personal thought is uh, you do a little dot connecting here. I know people are connecting McCarthy to the Browns. Well, do you not connect Mark Murphy with the job at uh, Northwestern with Pat Fitzgerald? Mm. And a guy Mike Mur- Mark Murphy hired when he was the athletic director at Northwestern. So, uh let the dot connecting begin. We always like to do that in this world, but you talk about an innovative mind and a highly respected college coach. Pat Fitzgerald is one of many who I think name will be brought up. And Doug Russell, you're joining me in studio. Your thoughts about yesterday and uh, where you think this team is headed in the sh- in the short term and the long term? Yeah, kind of echoing Greg's sentiments, I was really surprised that they made this move during the season. But the more you think about it, Greg's 100% right. When you talk about this loss, and it was a listless, lifeless, if their season wasn't already for all intents and purposes over, it would have been over after a loss like that to really maybe the worst team in the NFL, in the Arizona Cardinals, a team that's going absolutely nowhere under their first-year coach, Steve Wilkes. So instead of the month of December constantly being asked about his job security, the players constantly being asked about this dark cloud hanging over the entire organization, you make the move, you make a clean break. Yes, it's painful um, for McCarthy. I, I don't think he wanted to go out this way. Um, but this isn't what the Packers do. They don't fire coaches in season. In a hundred years, they've never done it. Gene Ronzani was going to be fired at the end of the season, but he wound up retire or quitting with a couple of games left to go in the season. So it's so unprecedented. It's so unpacker-like. But maybe they need to do something that's unpacker-like. You saw the article last week that was in Sports Illustrated. It paints a very damning picture of everything that goes on 
in Green Bay, how it's not about the players, it's about the executives up there, how much of a disconnect there is between Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. You go into even uh, you know the minutia of Alex Van, F- Van Pelt, the quarterback's coach a year ago, being let go at the end of the season. The public reason was because he wanted to explore other options and maybe be a coordinator. Maybe there were some undercurrents of him being too close to Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy wanting to assert some control. So there's just so much, to use Greg's word, nonsense going up in Green Bay right now. They had to make some sort of change. As for where they go from here, one name, I don't know if Pat Fitzgerald is going to leave Northwestern. I mean, that's if, if he wants that job for life, he can have it. Mm-hmm. And that's rare security. Uh, he played at Northwestern. He uh, has been the coach since he, I think he was 31 years old after the untimely death of Randy Walker. I look at a guy like David Shaw, who has uh, certainly made a name for himself as Stanford's head coach, but also has a pretty deep background in the NFL as a pretty good offensive mind as well. He was an assistant for many years with the Ravens. Uh, he was with the Eagles and the Raiders before that. So he's got NFL experience. He's a great leader of men. I would at least love to see them interview David Shaw to see if there's any interest in coming to the NFL as a head coach. Greg Matzik, Doug Russell joining me for Monday Morning Quarterback, sponsored by Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. After the break, some interesting comments from some ex-Packers on what's happening in Green Bay. We'll discuss that next. Your calls are welcome as well. 414-799-1620, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. More on the decision to fire Packers coach Mike McCarthy yesterday and the fallouts and the future. That's all next right here on WTMJ. That was one of the uh, lonely highlights of the uh, Packers lost the Cardinals yesterday at Lambeau. Of course, the uh, followed up almost immediately by the firing of coach McCarthy. Uh, you're listening to Monday Morning Quarterback today, j- uh, joined by Doug Russell and Greg Matzik. Greg uh, in Green Bay. Greg, there were some interesting comments from some former Packers players yesterday. John Kuhn talking about dysfunction. Mark Chimura pointing to uh, Aaron Rodgers as a prima donna. Your thoughts about their comments and how it relates to this storyline? Well, you know, you, you look at John Kuhn's comments. Obviously, he played for Mike McCarthy, very close friends with Aaron Rodgers. I think very understanding of what that dynamic is like uh, in Green Bay. So um, I, I take what he said as a guy who was, was in there with those players and uh, with that head coach and, and, and gets how things run. So, um, and he's a guy who still talks to the quarterback constantly. So mm-hmm. uh, what John Kuhn says, I take as gospel um, in regard to the situation. Mark Schirmer is a guy who's been in the locker room before, um, obviously didn't play for Mike McCarthy, but a certain understanding about what it's like to be with a high-profile quarterback and head coach during his time with Brett Favre and Mike Holmgren. So uh, does, does this all look good on Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't think it does at all. Um, does Rodgers look like a prima donna? I, I don't think he sabotaged the season to get rid of the head coach, but uh, I think Aaron believes he's the smartest guy in the room every time he's in it, regardless of who's in that room. I do believe that there's more than creative differences between Rodgers and the head coach. I believe they're both stubborn. These aren't terrible qualities. I, I think you want the ultimate competitors uh, leading the team, quarterback players, coaches alike. But I don't think this is a good look for Aaron Rodgers, who did more than throw thinly veiled shots at the offense. I mean, he he, he threw direct blows at the coaching Um you know, really going back to the last offseason with the letting go of Scott, of uh, Alex Van Pelt. So um, I don't think Rodgers looks great in all this, but he's certainly not the guy you're going to get rid of. And, Doug, let's look at the season. It started with that incredible comeback against the, the Bears on that, on that Sunday night game, that followed up by that uh, disappointing tie with the Vikings. Is there a point in the season where you, you started to see 
things going off the rails. It's been pointed out the Buffalo game, and that's a game where the Packers won 22 to nothing. But then after the game, Aaron Rodgers was talking about how poor the offense played and how the game uh, plan wasn't up to par. And he just won 22 to nothing. I mean, granted, it's Buffalo, and, and the Bills are not a good team. But again, you just won 22 to nothing, and all you have to say are bad things after the game. And that kind of was a turning point, I think, for the Packers in terms of is there something going on more than what meets the eye? And I think that there was. And as the season wore on, yeah, I mean, look, there were injuries, and we pointed to a lot of different things. The fact that, you know, Geronimo Allison's been hurt. Uh, and as on injured reserve, Randall Cobb missed a bunch of games with a hamstring injury, six of the last nine games uh, now after yesterday's game. You've got these rookie wide receivers. Wasn't always necessarily on the same page for the at least the beginning part of the year as Jimmy Graham. Uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't get any practice time. or All of this stuff because of the sprained knee that he suffered on opening night against the Bears. All of this stuff kind of snowballed into, you know, this team just was desperate for some sort of leadership change. Sometimes in any organization, whether it's a football uh, organization, whether it's a radio station, whether it's a, uh, an accounting firm, sometimes you just need a leadership change to shake things up. Sometimes you need a little bit of life to to just move forward and and get everybody right, and I think that's what you're seeing right here with the Packers. Things just weren't right between the two principals, between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy. Maybe they haven't been 100% right for a while, but things have just gone off the rails, and sometimes you just need to shake things up, and unfortunately Mike McCarthy is the one who paid the price. Doug Russell, Greg Matzik joining me for Monday Morning Quarterback, sponsored by Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Let's take a call. Matt calling from Dallasman. You're on WTMJ. Good morning, Matt. Uh, good morning. What do you, you think? Made, uh, couple, you just made a couple of points that uh, I wanted to make, you know, about the injuries, et cetera. But really, you know, Mike McCarthy is a victim of circumstances. If if Mason Crosby makes a couple of field goals and if the rookies can catch the ball a couple of times, they're probably sitting at eight and four right now, and everybody's happy, you know. Um, but you have to have a scapegoat in this situation. You have to make a change, like you said. So, you know, unfortunately, Mike, you know, Mike McCarthy's got to go and when that field goal was missed yesterday i was pretty sure he was going to be fired that day and and, you know, and he was i wouldn't be surprised if he makes him crosby go as well um just because we need a change there, too. But. Yeah, it's an interesting point, Matt, and, and thanks for the call. Mason Crosby, this is for either one of you guys, Doug or Greg, he has not had a great year, including that game in Detroit where he missed every kick, basically. Yeah, he missed five kicks. Look, I, I, I would, the only thing that I would question, excuse me, is the use of the word scapegoat. I don't think Mike McCarthy was a scapegoat. I mean, look, I think he's a good coach, but I also think that if you look at the way this team played and responded under his leadership, he deserved to get fired, whether it was yesterday, whether it was January 1st. So to, the, the use of the word scapegoat to me means they, we just have to blame somebody, so let's blame him. That's a scapegoat. Mike McCarthy probably deserved to get fired. And Greg, you know, Mike McCarthy hasn't spoken other than to a comedy made to Jay Glazer after after the announcement was made by the Packers. What do you think he'll say when he does publicly comment on his firing from the from the team? Mike McCarthy always takes the high road. Um, he will put the onus on himself. I think more often than not, the last several weeks, he has said, "I need to coach better. We need to play better." But always put, "I need to coach better first. He's that kind of guy. Look, he's a class guy. He's going to find another job in this NFL world if he wants it. I have no doubt about that, and I think he'll succeed somewhere else. But 
what this boils down to is cracks in the foundation. The foundation of the Green Bay Packers was cracked, and it was not repairable. And that's why Mike McCarthy is looking for a job. Mason hits a field goal, and, you know, they move on to overtime and win that game. All you're doing is buying time until the inevitable. Um, that game yesterday was far more than a Mason Crosby missed field goal. Let's get that figured out from the start. Uh, but it was just a, a, the most embarrassing loss that I can witness or remember witnessing on the home field. But you, you'd ask Steve, when did this all start? And Doug pointed to that Buffalo game. I kind of feel like that was really, I, that was kind of the end. I mean, that, that was the beginning of the end, I think, for Mike McCarthy. It really exposed a lot with Aaron's comments that were not thinly veiled. But this team never really responded after that NFC Championship game lost in Seattle. It, it, it was just a clunky mess more often than not, where Aaron Rodgers was required to save the day. And he was able to do it. This year, he's not able to save the day like he has been before. And uh, he's not covering up all those flaws that this organization had. And it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, guys, because you kind of felt like the team got maybe a little complacent. I don't think Brian Gutekunst is going to be that way. I think Ted Thompson maybe was. Uh, But it's no longer about complacency. It's about finding the right people to help win football games. And uh, it all just kind of came to a head yesterday. That's Greg Matzik, also joined by Doug Russell in studio. Monday morning quarterback presented by Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. After the break, more on the story. Got some great texts about Aaron Rodgers. I think he is going to be the storyline as well as whoever they decide to hire for coach. More of that next. Your calls, 414-799-1620 on WTMJ. Aaron Jones, that was a touchdown. Aaron Jones is one of those players that, uh, that, that had a lot of people wondering why he wasn't used more in the games. Doug Russell, Greg Matzik joining me on Monday morning quarterback, sponsored by Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Uh, real quick, I'll go to Tom and West Bend. Good morning, Tom. You're on WTMJ. What do you think? Good morning, guys. I think it was time for change. I like Mike McCarthy. Uh, you, you guys talked about you do need that little bit of an arrogance and a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, and them guys have it. Rogers has it. But I want to ask you guys, did you guys notice the, the smirkiness and the laughing and the joking around by Rogers during the game? I thought that was uh, – I, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was terrible. Uh, did you guys see that? Yeah, thank, thanks for the call, Tom. I'm not one to read into the players' emotions, Doug or Greg. Um, it's still a game, and a guy like Aaron Rodgers is going to have fun on the field, which is probably why he's as good as he is. Do you read anything into his emotions on the field yesterday? No, I mean, I think a lot of that's overblown. Uh, you know, you don't want to be joking around when you're getting your rear end handed to you uh, on the field. But, look, I mean, life is difficult enough. I mean, if a guy's going to make a joke on the sidelines, even when you're losing, I don't think that's the end of the world. Greg, your thoughts? And, and even more than that, Aaron Rodgers is going to, be, going to have a new coach next year. Uh, throughout the summer as well as they go through the, you know, the training camp and all that stuff. W- you know, what's Aaron Rodgers' response here going to be? You think? I, I don't know. I, I'm really curious. I, I'm not sure if he's going to say anything today or, or talk at his locker as per usual on Wednesday. Uh, I did not see the TV broadcast being at the game, so I'm not sure exactly what uh, he was doing on the sidelines or on the field. Um, Aaron Rodgers' body language is scrutinized as much as Jay Cutler's was. Um, and probably as much as Tom Brady's, both are fiery competitors. Both will, will have a camera shot uh, focused on them during the course of a, of a TV broadcast, and, and you're gonna, it's going to leave you wondering, well, what is, it? what is he doing? What is he thinking? He's not afraid to blow up a, a lineman who makes a mistake or a guy who you know, makes a mistake in the, in the route running. But uh, his body language will always be scrutinized, fair or unfair. It just is, and, and that's kind of the, the, the business of being a quarterback in the NFL. Um, I, I don't believe Aaron Rodgers tried to get Mike McCarthy fired. 
I do believe Aaron Rodgers is looking forward to a change and a rethinking of the offense. Greg Matzik, Doug Russell joining me. We've got about a minute left. What, Doug, what's the next four weeks going to feel like for Packers fans? Uh, surreal, because it's like this Batan death march to the end of the season. And it's, it's unfortunate that this was a season that began with so much hope. Are they a Super Bowl contender? They should be at least in the conversation, and there's not going to be any playoffs. And Aaron Rodgers is now, I think the onus is, is back on him uh, as to whether or not he can will this team back to a second Super Bowl during his time in Green Bay. And I think a lot of his legacy might depend on that now that Mike McCarthy is out. Doug Russell, Greg Matzik, they joined me for Monday Morning Quarterback, presented by Potawatomi Hotel Casino. We're going to get back to the Packers' discussion about 935, including those comments by several, several ex-players about the, the past and the uh, the, the era of Mike McCarthy, but at 9.07 we're going to be joined by Wisconsin Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald. Lots of doings in Madison and a special session that's uh, raising a lot of eyebrows. That's going to be our conversation at 9.07. The Majority Leader of the Wisconsin State Senate, Scott Fitzgerald, is up next right here in WTMJ.